Hello, beautiful listeners. Welcome to your least favorite podcast. This episode will be covering the identity that goes with being a musician. Sort of the stage presence and the public persona that you provide to your listeners or anyone that sees you online. So my guest today is Akhtas Asif. She is a self-taught Pakistani Filipino singer, songwriter, and composer born in Islamabad. And she is here to talk to me about her process of creativity and her individuality on the artistic side of things. So uh, how are you doing today? I'm good. That was a good introduction. Thanks. <laughs> of course. Yeah, you deserve it. I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, you seem like a very a cheerful, very positive, like human individual that I just really want to talk to you about your creative process and kind of how you got started and like where you plan to go with that. Um, first, I want to talk to you and ask kind of what is your definition of identity? What does identity mean to you? That is a great question. Identity, it can be a lot of things. I've always struggled with the topic identity, be it a lot of other things. Especially living in Pakistan, it's pretty hard to have your own identity because you're so used to, you know, picking up from your parents or your relatives or what the society actually expects you to be. But uh, what I think of it, but it, it is a very crucial part and you should think about it. And I feel like I haven't thought about it enough. Absolutely. I feel like it's not a topic discussed enough. Did I answer the question or did I just <laughs> ramble? No, um, I think it's fair. <laughs> I, I think it's fair to not really know what identity means because I feel like it's very personal from person to person. And also, we haven't discussed it enough as a society, what that even means. Our listeners that may not know, you are mixed. You are a Filipino-Pakistani. Can I ask um, on which side it's the... Filipino and which side is Pakistani? It's my mother's. My mother is pure Filipino and my father is Pakistani. Okay. Yeah, but I, I don't really consider myself entirely, or even half Filipino, honestly. Um, if we're ignoring the genetics and the literal facts, I am entirely Pakistani. I'm very, very busy and I can barely speak Filipino. I haven't even been there once. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> is it kind of like the cultural... Um, exposure that makes you feel like you're more Pakistani? Yeah, of course, because I I have not met any of my Filipino relatives or been there. Okay. Would you want to be? Would you want to visit? Are you curious? I, I would love to. I'm very curious what goes on there because from what I've heard, they're very passionate about black magic, apparently. And <laughs> they have this they have this weird thing where they can use mud and stuff to find out who actually did black magic on you and uh, some weird bigger forms and then you find out. It's, it's pretty cool and it's interesting. So I would want to visit, definitely. That is so interesting. Yeah, it's definitely on my places to visit as well because... Um, Filipinos and Pakistanis back in Canada we get along so well like we're just I think it might be the whole like being Asian and being like the minority but it's just the Filipinos are very like hard-working individuals especially like in the Canadian community you will see no other hard-working um, minority um, like Filipinos so it's really exciting to get to see a Filipino Pakistani <laughs> kind of bring it together um, but um, I have kind of that 
split identity, not on the same scale as you, obviously, not by genet genetics, but um, in the sense that growing up Pakistani in Canada in a Western society can feel like you have to pick and choose. Are you Canadian? Are you Pakistani? Which one do you like more? really frustrating do you ever get those kinds of questions or comments in regards to your yeah definitely yeah because um if uh, some people are pretty shocked when i tell them i'm half filipino and the others are just like oh your eyes eyes you're either chinese russian or filipino so it's uh but yeah they're always like yeah, which which one would you prefer you know would you rather live there and i was like i'm I mean, for me, it's pretty clear because I've never lived there. Uh, it would be out of habit. As going as a like in vacation or for holidays, that would make sense. But if I had to choose, it would definitely be Pakistan because I've always lived there, even though I do not like it at all, at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no offense to people who living in Pakistan and all, but I mean, I'm I'm very, let's say. Um, judgmental when it comes to politics here and the government and uh, you know this misogynist and uh, to be honest, prime minister yeah no i don't even think it's about judgment i think it's about being critical it's important for human beings to be critical and um knowing their value so i really appreciate you being so young and aware of what you want in a country and what you want for yourself that's i think that goes alongside with your identity and what you want yeah so would you yeah. say that embrace yeah, it all goes back to it? Yeah, uh, and would you say like embracing your dual identity, um, or I don't even see it as dual because I feel like you being a one human being, that's a, a single experience. You're you're carrying yeah the both sides of blood, both nationalities, but I feel like the experience is going through this one individual, and that's why I I dual identity that term always kind of throws me off but continuing do you feel like that being mixed is something that comes with ease uh, in a Pakistani society or is it exhausting with outsiders comments and like once again going back to their like which country do you like more or you know they're throwing you into like you're not us or pulling you into their party whenever they want your vote kind of situation um before that, uh, I'm actually double mixed. Let's just say, I mean, it's the first time I'm actually publicly talking about it. It's like, I I don't really live with my parents. You know, I live with, I was adopted by my father's sister. So it's pretty m more complicated than it sounds. So my mother, who is my father, Filipino, I do not live with her. So the little exposure that I would have gotten from her you know, uh, when it comes to the Filipino culture or traditions and all of that, I didn't even get that. So I'm pretty biased in that sense as well. So very um, confusing at times. You feel like two colors and they're, the two, two colors cannot mix into one and you're basically losing your own color and it's unknown in the first place. So it, yeah, it is pretty confusing. That is so... Did I just get beep? No, do you feel like my therapist? Now? <laughs> no, I love it. I love it because it really provides like for people who are listening, maybe they don't have uh, a story that they relate to. But hearing yours, that's very like to be vulnerable like that. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and yes, it, it's definitely confusing. Uh, I can't imagine like 
the process of being able to decide or I mean you don't have to decide really that's something that's not going to be finalized it's never going to be the final product or determined identity is growing identity is ongoing and I think that your adoption story is just very embracing maybe for listeners so thank you you're welcome (laughs) okay so (laughs) since we know quite a bit about who you are and what your identity is and such um let's move on to the other half of the title and that is music uh first thing is i want to know kind of is this an outlet for your uh, identity confusion or maybe or is it something that's just a hobby that you love pursuing um both i get this from my mom uh, my actual mom, she uh, used to sing at bars and all in Philippines when she was younger. She used to have concerts and all. She still does sing. But she sings in Tagalog, which is Philippine language and Urdu, Pakistan, English. But um, I get it from her. So it's, it's like I inherited this talent, you could say. I'm being cocky. But also, uh, it is a habit. And whenever I'm stressed or whenever I'm confused about a lot of things or upset, it's one thing I confide in. Because I don't really like confiding in people. So confiding in the strums or the keyboard, it's a lot, a lot more peaceful. That's so cool. Yeah, no, to be able to kind of turn your maybe struggles or pain into art. Wow. I wish I could do that, but (laughs) super cool. Um, I mean, this is art, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you can definitely categorize it as art. But um, I'm I'm so jealous of like anyone that's able to like tune into their emotions <laughs> and then translate that and, and form it into something that's beautiful to listen to. Like, kudos to you. Thank you. Yeah, you deserve it. Um, okay, walk. You have to walk me through your recent single that you dropped. Um, YooHoo. Can you walk me through kind of like the beginning process and like um, who you worked with and their thoughts that went into it? How long did it take to kind of finalize this and put this out into the world? Uh, Okay, so it just released officially recently, but I actually released this, I think, start of this year and I worked on it alone. There was this free for profit beat. I just liked it. So I downloaded it and was jamming to it casually because that is how I make music. I like to work mostly. And um, for me, it doesn't really take that long to write or compose. It just goes with, uh, goes with the flow. Like I said before, I confide in stuff. So when you're confiding, you don't really think too much about it. It just comes out naturally. So I ended up writing, I ended up composing, and it took like an hour and half an hour to record and edit and two three hours for me to convince myself that it's good enough to put it out there (laughs) okay the convincing takes the most long out of this all it's not even yeah no I agree I I paint sometimes and what happens is that I'll I'll paint and I'll be like you know what this isn't half bad and I'll stare at it for a minute longer than I should and it's like this is going in the trash but I I completely oh you paint yeah, I mean, I paint. I don't paint really, well. Uh, I mean, it, it's still something. I try to paint as well because my father paints and he's really good. And I I did not inherit this from him. My sister did, so I cannot paint for shit. But I'm really jealous of people who can paint because then I could like make my 
dad proud be like hey yeah. look. so all around just a talented family that's really cool that must make it easier to pursue the the arts then in kind of like this very judgmental society where the arts is slowly submerging and or emerging and becoming a little bit more accepted especially with our youth and our kind of the awareness with social media and like sharing like the actual um, effects that music and arts give it's an outlet it helps people calm themselves down and everything and connect so I guess like you didn't have the challenge with the family but how about social media and all that how did does mental health look like when you're you you are a public figure with your music out there people can judge you people will judge you because the world is made like that how do you kind of navigate that I, I do not mean to sound narcissistic, but uh, I did not receive any hate comments. I mean, uh, yet. Because it, maybe it's because in my school, where when I, I actually had more trouble with the family part than I did on the social media because um, I'm a little uh, known in my school and people kind of do not hate me. So they, they liked it. And when I uploaded my first song, it was hyped up and it was everywhere i had an amazing response i was i was nervous of course but i it was very very motivating on the family part uh, because i told you there are two families involved in my case um the other one had no idea about it and the one i live with uh, they did not have any idea about it either so <laughs> way afterwards i was like hey what would you guys do if i told you i made a song and they were like um we want to listen. So I was like, okay. So it's already on social media. <laughs> so you might want to go check it out. But I mean, I was confused whether they'll be okay with it or not. But I'm really grateful that they were. And although my parents have no idea how this works, I mean, the ones I live with, my brothers were pretty supportive. They were like, upload everything so that no one steals it. So I was like, okay. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Um, And not even being narcissistic at all. It's yeah, it's clear to see your energy. It, you can't hate you. You cannot hate this girl. Um, you're so positive and you're so honest to yourself and you're so real. And as you mentioned, you tune into your arts and make your craft. So, no, that's really you're cool. You're being too nice. I'm not being nice. I'm you're being, being real. Nice. I'm being real. I'm telling you. The truth. Okay, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, man. Not a lot of real people out there. Well, this is what this platform is all about, you know, like bringing a community together and like-minded people together and maybe spread just a little bit of hope in this very dark, dark world right now. Very dark, yeah. Uh, so how long ha has your musical journey been, like, to taken off, at least in the public's eye? Uh, my first song, and I mean, it'll sound really cliche, but uh, when lockdown basically COVID lockdown nice. Nice. Uh, I had nothing to do so I went for it it was 2020 yeah May August maybe somewhere around there I remember uh, I think it was August because I had a really really bad experience with something and I was really upset let's say at my lowest and I was um I was like, let's just do something. I think when, when you're at your lowest, that's when you make the best things. And then the best things, I mean, I didn't have to convince myself a lot. So I was like, let's just put it out there. Plus, you know, 
it just makes you feel better about yourself after a massive no absolutely i agree okay so that's that's really cool so we've discussed a little bit who you are we've discussed a little bit about the beginnings of your musical journey now what's to come what's the future of maybe your art or what more can we expect are there is there more music in the works is there something else that you're planning to put out for us or Yes, yes, I'm very, very excited because I recently signed up at Riyarts and it, it was really recent. I actually wrote it all in my songs all by myself, I think around seven songs. That's when they offered me to sign up with them and I was uh, I was actually sick and I, I thought I was daydreaming or hallucinating because I, I did not even, I had not heard about them but then I saw Bayan and all of these other artists and I was like this cannot be happening, this is probably one of those fake accounts, you know they're all like, hey, it's a, I don't know, Taylor Swift or something and then some money, I thought it was something like that, so I, I let it pass but then I saw it the next day when I felt a little better and I was like hmm <clears throat> This is legit. So I had a meeting with them and I signed up. So actually, I'm more excited about my journey from here because I'm more serious about it. At first, it was pretty casual. I, I put in very little effort into my work. But now I'm giving more attention and more of my mind and leaving parts of me everywhere. I have a few collabs coming. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this out loud. But I have a few tabs coming. I, I wasn't supposed to say a lot of things out loud, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, <laughs> there will be singles and collabs and hopefully, hopefully some gigs. I'm really looking forward for performing live because I'm better at that. But yes, there's a lot to come. I'm so, just starting. Super exciting. Okay, so I have to ask, if this takes off as your career, are you okay with that? Or is there something else that you really want to pursue as your career? Uh, I, I really want to be a lawyer. So um, I would like to keep it as a side hustle because I'm, I know that even if I give it half of my time, I'll, I'll be okay with it. I mean, I won't make something very, very bad. But uh, I really, really want to be a lawyer. And it's been a thing since forever. Also, my parents thing but we don't talk about that we don't know her yeah um so i would be okay with it if it's the only thing i'm going for as long as it's providing me with what i need because i want to be stable of course i want to be stable and i and i want to not depend on anyone at least not financially especially not emotionally so i mean and it covers both of those things it covers my emotional dependency as well because i i confide in this and if it works out for me, then it might, I might not need to work on other things. It might provide me the financial stuff that I need as well. So maybe. Okay, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out, lawyer or singer. But whatever it turns out, you are going to carry yourself beautifully as you are today. I'm so excited for you. Uh, I'm excited for what you're going to bring to out to the world, whether it's being a lawyer and then bringing justice or if it's bringing putting out music and bring like relatability and comfort to people's homes so is there any last words comments questions for me anything for the listeners anything you want to plug uh, <clears throat> we're ending already i was just i'm enjoying this <laughs> uh, we can keep going definitely oh, those were all my questions for you i don't know i didn't want to get too stalkerish and too Aww. personal you had the 
Did you have them written down? That is my question. Did you have questions actually written down? Yeah, I write them all down because my short-term memory loss is just, it's my enemy. Uh, that is so cool. I, I cannot. When it comes to writing down questions and stuff, I black out and I can only do it, you know, in the moment. Yeah. That is really cool. I feel so special somehow. <laughs> of course. But to be honest, if anyone should feel special, it should be me because um I only built up the courage to ask you to join me on my podcast is because you followed my podcast page and I was like she's not following it no she's not this is not real your kind of experience with Riyards I was like "Mm -mm, nope Uh, okay I'm gonna stir up the confidence to message her and then you were so sweet you were like oh my god of course I would love to do this I'm so glad you're not one of those creepy guys (laughs) in my dms um but yeah, if anyone should be feeling honored here, it's me. And yeah. No, I was actually really excited. I didn't know that uh, it was, I think I was already following your account as well, or I, I'm not sure, but I had an idea that these were two different individuals, Canvas Me Today and Chante, but I didn't know that it was all one because I hadn't really looked into it. I just... Um, I saw that Riyards was following this account, so I was like, follow, follow, follow. You took it from Riyards yeah. for some like, follow everyone they're following. So I was following that, and then you did text me. That was pretty exciting. I mean... I love that. Yeah, fun. we're building a community. <laughs> we're building connections, and we're making great things, great projects. So that's really cool. Yes. This is a good communication. This will provide you, so... Yes. Here for the amazing deep conversations, be it about coffee, music, mental health, um, really anything. Okay, I have a question for you. Back to the identity topic. Yeah. What do you think about it? I mean, um, you're in Canada. You're in Canada, right? And then you're also in Pakistan. And these are two different countries. I mean, when it comes to a lot of things, be it uh, culture or be it your general attitude, Pakistanis are full of shit. I'm sorry, Pakistanis, but I mean, you hear something tragic every single day. What else do you expect a teenager to, you know? I just can't say good things about, you know, something. I mean, those are minorities once again. But how, how do you, I mean, how do you balance it out? Because not only just your attitude with it, you know, I feel like it would be a lot. I mean, Canadians are known to be sweet. I don't know if it's a myth, but I mean, <laughs> they're known to be pretty sweet, and I feel like they'd be more um, accepting when it comes to comparing them to Pakistanis. So, if anyone, what to do about their traditions, about how, what to you know, wear, dress, how to speak, action-wise, their sexualities, all these topics. So, how do you how do you balance it out? How do I balance it out? I don't. I just like, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I, you know, I struggled with that for the longest time because um, uh, on another podcast uh, talking about like beauty and like beauty standards, she asked me oh, your color and like that you're a person of color. How did you deal with that at a young age? And I told her I didn't even know I was brown until people started pointing it out. So a lot of different struggles with identity, be it my religion, be it like being a woman, be it uh, Pakistani, be it that I'm half Sindhi and we get a lot of hate for things that I don't know why it don't exist to this day. But um, it's a lot of 
exploring and exposing yourself to things that you like or don't like and figuring out okay I like this part of my culture and I'm gonna practice it and embrace it I don't love this about this culture and I'm going to educate myself and future generations um and it's exhausting it's a full-time job it's it's no joke but um balancing it it's kind of taking one day going all in and then one day just for rest because I feel like rest is working and preparing for the next day that's my short answer which was really long but I can talk about this for hours that is, that is cool I mean it seems like you do know what you're doing it, it must be hard though because I myself cannot imagine traveling in two places being in two places at once especially countries so different um, you know, back to the identity part, that is the main issue when it comes to this. So, I mean, it's pretty cool. I, I look up to you for at least making an effort to balance it out because a lot of people I know, they, they suffer a lot, especially when it comes to, I mean, it's not a very, uh, it's not a topic that is talked about a lot, but you, you can say about how they dress because they'll dress differently here and then differently there. And then, um, like there are two people at once and that can be so confusing for a young person and they should I mean it's it's pretty cool that you're balancing it yeah um and I would say that a lot of me being able to embrace my Pakistani culture my Pakistani side is visiting it often because I know a lot of kids that um hate Pakistan only because of the comments that are passed down from older generations, which I'm not going to say are incorrect, but I don't think it's particularly right to feed the younger generation with your beliefs and not let kids explore on their own. Because what happens is that when you kind of put up a fence and block the, the youth to explore, you also stop evolution, you stop growth, you stop progress and hopes for Pakistan to get better so once you say mm, Pakistan's not it I'm like okay we'll make it it you're not really doing anything for yourself or um, another real quick thing is that um, uh, people are like you brought up yourself if, if it's a misconception or not about Canadians being very nice for the most part but imagine if you have a spoiled egg and then you have a really, really rotten spoiled egg. America's the really, really rotten spoiled egg, and Canada's just the spoiled egg. So if you have to pick of less of two evils, you got Canada. So I, there's a lot of like disturbing history about Canada. There's a lot of um, things in court that go down that don't get brought up to the public's eye. But um, once again, we're also working on that. So to entirely shame a country and to entirely praise a country is very um, old-fashioned, I would say, uh, old-fashioned method. I think we need to start being critical and, yeah, just really, I don't know, back to the identity thing. Like, what do you value? What do you want to bring out of society? Yeah, that makes sense. That definitely does make sense. I mean, then again, if someone who's never been there, they're just going to assume and believe the myths, like you said, people do about Pakistan. But living in Pakistan, let me tell you, it is pretty tragic. It's, it's difficult, especially <laughs> I mean, being It has female. its good parts, but 
Yeah, exactly. A woman in Pakistan, a female teenager in Pakistan. Yeah, and it's it's hard to it's exhausting to put it simply, just one word. It's exhausting to constantly wake up and know your challenges. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we are pretty privileged that we are aware of all of these. We are aware of the bad parts, but there's so many people. In fact, the most of the people here who are unaware and who have no idea what's going on, who they can be, who they can't, and what their rights are, right to you know freedom of speech and all of that. They don't. So it's just when you look at it like that, I, I guess it's all about perspective as well. For some people, it's amazing. It's so free. There are no rules. We can drive like however we want but uh, then other people it is pretty sad yeah and so yeah you're, you're right yeah. um there's also like like we're getting really political here but one thing I want to bring up is that uh I'll hear my family members say uh oh America's so great or like why like everything's dirty here and so on and like we went to Iraq and there were comments made uh about the countries like development and admittedly so it's not the best condition but let's remember america that's so great is the exact same america that is bombing these countries that are unable to evolve let's look at the full picture let's take off the board from the canvas and look behind the canvas let's be real we're not just going to spot one zoom into one thing and say that I like that part of the painting. Yeah, well, you can't cut it out and take it home. You gotta pay for the full picture. So, yeah. Preach. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, it's really like yeah, hard I, to be vulnerable, man. I feel like we're just therapists to each other. This one is this is this a podcast at all? I okay. better just you know. I in feel, a clinic or something. Yeah, we're definitely going to be sent into hospitals after people hear this. <laughs> but also, I like, don't mind. I feel like everyone needs it now. No, absolutely. I feel like these conversations shouldn't be censored anymore. I feel like that's half of the issue. Exactly. I mean, exactly. You'll get me. <laughs> we get each other, girl. I feel like we're best friends <laughs> now. We're just like known each other for yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we should just shut this off and become, like, friends. And yeah. Hang out and Girl, I'm coming to Islamabad. It's done. I'm going. Oh, my God, you should. You actually should. I'll drive you around. I've just got my driving lessons. Ooh, exciting. Wait, can I ask how old you are? I'm 18. You're 18? Okay, I'm 19. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> um, but, okay. Don't forget that part. Yeah, I, it is in the works. It's in the plan that um, CMT, a.k.a. Canvas Me Today, will be coming to North Pakistan. So Islamabad or Lahore, so it's in the works. We're getting there. Yes, Islamabad. I mean, it's pretty, um, it's known for burger kids, and I might be one of them, but <laughs> I don't mind. It's a beautiful city. Honestly, I, I cannot imagine living in any other city. Going there for a few days and all makes sense, but I say it's so peaceful, and the mountains and everything, there are hidden places that people don't know about. And there, it isn't. It's 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 a little boring at times. It's well known for that, <laughs> but I think I prefer boring rather than a lot of pollution. Yes, agreed. Theft and it is a, it is a very beautiful place. I think it's great for tourism, and I think it's very peaceful too. But if I visit, you have to like to tell me where to go, cause like, girl, I do not know <laughs> the place. 
I will. I definitely will. I mean, if you're a foodie, we'll be able to work this out. Okay, yes. Anything. I eat, like, weird food combinations, too. Like, what some people think is weird. I don't know. I'm going to pick one up. Ketchup on egg. I don't know if that's weird. Okay. <laughs> but, um, I'm sorry, but what, I would not try that. I feel like everything we said previously isn't as political as what I just said. <laughs> like, yeah, everyone's going to be like, oh no, should I make a poem? That's crossing the line. Sorry, I can't support you anymore. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. But yeah, you, you, you definitely should. It, it's cool. It has a lot of pretty places. And... I mean, for me, I was actually hoping to go to Lahore for my university because you already probably know Riyadh is mostly in Lahore mm-hmm. because most of the artists are there, the studios are there, and back to my music, it would have been a lot easier. The fests happen in Lahore. There isn't a lot that goes on in Islamabad. So I was hoping to get into some university in Lahore, but then again, back to the fact that I cannot imagine living in another city. Right. It's just not... It's hard to adjust, yeah. definitely. There's a lot of um, culture shock, even within a country. Like, I'll go, to, I'll, yeah. I'm currently in Karachi, but sometimes I'll go back to Hyderabad because half of my family is there. And then sometimes they completely forget how you're supposed to behave. And then I'm just like, I came here a year ago to pursue my university diploma, and I sat on the floor because people in Canada sit on the floor. It's normal. But here, you don't do that. Here, beggars do that. So my friends were just like, what the hell are you doing? Get what? off. The what? Seriously? Yeah. No. It's, it's, it's actually more comfortable on the floor. Thank you. Thank you. See, now I have you by my side for everything that I... <laughs> I'll just like, well, she supported me. My statement, so... But, uh, yeah. Are we your witness? Uh, you should... It is. It actually, I mean, maybe the culture there is different, but in my culture, which might be Urdu speaking, which is Urdu speaking, it's pretty common to sit on the floor. It's pretty common to eat on the floor with the sheets on and all, especially in Ramzan. You know, it's a thing. So that was pretty shocking for me. Yeah. I was like, what? Beggars? No, it, oh. <laughs> it may just be specific to Hyderabad because it is more on the lower end. So people try to have a higher status. They want to differentiate themselves. It may be that. I don't know. Do you? Do, do I? <laughs> no, no. Honestly, like, I could care less. Like, the floor is so comfortable. I could, like, I sleep on yes. the floor. Like, I have a bed, but I sleep on the floor. I mean, I get it. Yeah. Definitely get it. Yeah. It's cool. See, so many things. Back to identity. <laughs> honestly, I love this. You know, this is honestly the first episode where we, like, railed off the topic, and it's still going. Solid 45 minutes. Oh, I actually, I, I'm, I'm good at communicating. I get that a lot. <laughs> I, and we see that. Yeah, no. So it's fun. And you, and you, of course. I mean, it was pretty cool. You came up with different things from different things, and I was like, how did you think of that from this? It was... Uh, very professional. I must give you that. It's the short-term memory loss. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Very modest. Very real. <laughs> but, um, That's cool. If you ha- there's nothing else you like want to share on the topic, then I guess we can plug your Instagram or your Spotify. 
Um, sure. <laughs> Where can people find you? Uh, Instagram. Do not find me on. Do not look for me on Twitter. It's very lame. But if you insist, sure. Uh, it's at this Z Asif. Z is for Zatarain. That is my mom's family name. And I, even though it's not my official name, I just really like it. So I like to put it there. It's easy ish. Looks cool. Once again, so like, I'll just put it out there. So it's at it's at this Z Asif and YouTube. It's at this Asif. Spotify. It's also at this Asif. So cool. Yeah, I think I mean. Okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> is it weird? Is it weird, can, like plugging your Instagram and feeling like semi-famous? <laughs> it's very weird. I I didn't even know how to do it. I was so awkward. Like so, it's Instagram. <laughs> I do not know. I'm still getting used to it. Okay. I I do not consider myself famous nor semi-famous. It's just maybe recognized finally. But guys, you know what did make me famous? My picture on the main Spotify Pakistan account. That was crazy. I saw that. Yes. That was crazy. I screamed, and all my family members were like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, <laughs> mm, "Look at this!" And then I video called my best friend, and we were both screaming on call. And then I texted another close friend, "Hey, look, this happened." And she was like, "You, you're talented. You deserve it." You know, I was like. Of course, Thanks, yeah. Man. Well, I think that's a sign. You should probably have your autograph ready for anyone that notices you on the autograph. street. Is that still a thing? I think is it is. Is that still a thing? I, I definitely get autographs from anyone that, like, but be it YouTubers or any, um, my YouTuber friends, I get their autographs before they go famous. <laughs> <laughs> I, any, every time someone asks me for autographs, I'm like, I'll just take a picture with you. Is our autograph still a thing? Right, yeah. But then, again, I understand because, you know, it's like, handwritten mm-hmm. and it just it's more meaningful so i guess i get it yeah it's very okay. like personal okay. and very personal. if you insist <laughs> i get it ready I, i'm still working on my sign it sucks it's so bad it's i'm sure it's not that and bad it makes no sense it's really bad sometimes it includes assets sometimes it doesn't it's just different on my id card different on my bank account different everywhere and I tried different fonts at my school because it didn't matter there. Mm-hmm. So I just randomly made a Roman A and all. And they just looked at me like, are you okay? So it's really bad. But I will work on it just because you you just I you, know, you gave me this hope that someone will actually ask me for an autograph. If no one asks, I'll ask. <laughs> okay. You'll have to come to Islamabad for that. I can't just TCS you. I, I will book a, a ticket, like, as soon as this ends. No, I won't. Let me get a job. <laughs> and I'm flying I'm flying my way to northern Pakistan. Actually, I heard that it's um in 500 rupees these days. Um, and maybe because of COVID, but that's a lot better than what it usually is. Probably. You might have to give, like, a lot of tests and stuff. But I don't know about local. I know about international. You have to give around three four tests it's a lot yeah okay. did you have to give a lot of tests to come here i only had to give one test for like canada's to pia their requirement is one but i know different airlines do different things yeah definitely you should come you should visit honza and Natyagali. do not go to mari it's crowded and it's just it's not nice anymore it used to be a thing yeah because i heard it was a vibe and like it's very recommended for anyone that visits yeah. 
it used to be a vibe, but now it's just crowded and everyone goes there and it's not fun anymore. It's barely cold there. You know, you, you mostly want to enjoy the view and when it's all markets and stuff, it just ruins it unless you actually want to buy something. Okay, so you're going to hate Karachi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Karachi once or twice. Uh, maybe because I was not, like, I wasn't living in the worst side mm-hmm. because it's massive Islamabad is small yes. so I'm not sure but the part where I was in here wasn't that bad it was nice okay cool cool um wow okay so that was Akta Sasif everybody follow her let's stream her music um get her autograph before she's super famous otherwise it's gonna be expensive <laughs> Um, <laughs> and uh, maybe catch us in Lahore doing something or Islamabad doing something, some sort of collab. I don't know. I'm actually oh, yeah. planning to do an open mic for anyone that's listening right now a few months time, maybe two or three months. Um, and if I do one in Islamabad, I would love to have you be like the guest um, speaker. And I will definitely join. Yes. Okay, well, you guys look forward to that. And thank you so much for listening and catch you in the next one.